This is Brian Croft. Welcome to another edition of Trench Talk, the podcast of Practical Shepherding, and I am joined once again in studio with Jim Sevastio. Jim, good to see you again. Thank you, Brian. So we're going to dive into topic here in a minute, but um, if you would uh, help us with a couple of things, one is you can go to practicalshepherding.com and, and go to the donate, donate button and leave a, a, a financial gift for us to help us support the podcast as well as the, this, this ministry and all the different things that we are doing. Uh, you can also go and leave us a review at iTunes. Uh, that helps us grow and helps the podcast grow and word to spread about it. But the other thing I want to mention to you is that, and this is connected to our topic today, if you have a question you would like for us to address on the podcast, to write us, go to the contact page there and do that. You can also contact us through Twitter and Facebook and write us a question that you want us to address. Because today, the topic we're going to address is something that someone wrote us and was was really wrestling with and wanted us to address. So here we are. I think this is actually something we've never addressed on the podcast. I, I can't re- ever remember addressing this in any kind of written form or anything. So this is going to be a good thing because I, I think it's something that, that pastors wrestle with and we need to try to sort through. And the topic is this, should pastors receive gifts from church members or even from people outside the church, maybe because a pastor served them in some way, they want to say thank you. And so they, they give them a gift or they give them a monetary gift or they do some kind of thing to say thank you. Should pastors receive these gifts? Should we gladly receive them? Should we be wary of maybe the motives behind it? Should we be concerned about how this might affect our attitude towards certain members? Yeah, this is just kind of, this turns into a really messy issue quick, doesn't it? So, doesn't it, Jim? So, Jim, will you? So, my answer to your questions, Brian, is yes. <laughs> You're good. I'm glad. Yeah. So, everything you've just said. That's right. Yes. So, that's, that's we're going to try to, we're going to try to dive into this web and figure it, figure it out in a few minutes. Jim, will you just set it up biblically for us? Help us to think about principally how to think about a pastor and receiving compensation is one thing. Yeah. We're not talking about compensation. We're talking about extra things, gifts mm-hmm. that church members. So we would not acknowledge compensation that pastors would be compensated. I mean, obviously certain ones yeah. and, and the scripture talks about that. But what about gifts? What about what kind of principles can we have with this? Yeah. So I, I think you need to look at two things, Brian, and that is, I think there is a tension. There's a reason why there's a tension here. And for some guys, this isn't going to be an issue at all because they're greedy and unprincipled, so yeah, they don't. They they want people to. You mean you have re- to be principled? You actually have to, to be principled to okay. have this be a problem. We know where the starting point is. Then right. Good. So obviously, in the scriptures, when leaders are addressed, there are several things that they are not to do. So um, they're not to be drunk, you know, so that you can give good good justice. You you've got to have a clear mind in order to be a good leader. Okay. You cannot show partiality. And you cannot accept bribes. And mm. and so the question is, in receiving a gift, is, is what is coming my way going to be a means of partiality or demonstrating partiality? Well, so there's a dispute between these two families. Well, this family over here is the one who... Took gave you, us, took us out to gave took, us to Ruth's Chris. Took you on vacation last year. Took us on year, vacation, you know? right? Yeah, and you, this guy doesn't even tithe. And <laughs> so, you know, which one are you going to support? Well, obviously, you're, 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 you, so you come into it with, with prejudice. Right, right. Uh, you know, that being said, you know, there are some texts that do speak about 
material compensation for spiritual goods rendered. And okay. so Paul talks about that, I think, by the clearest text on that regard is in Galatians 6, 6, let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. And so if somebody is taught the word, and this has happened in my life, I'm sure it's happened in your life. Somebody wrestles with, brother, you know, your ministry has meant so much to me. You've done so much good for my family. And I'm trying to think, well, how, how do I give back and what do I give back? And, the, and part of it, you say, listen, you need to make it clear. That's not why I do what I do. Hmm. On the other hand, I recognize that. I, I felt that way toward men who have done me good in, in, in my life. And whether it's, boy, if I can take them out for a meal or, or do something like that, then you know, I want to I do that or give a book or you know, whatever it might be. Um, Paul deals with this, and again, some of this deals with the general matters of compensation, and which is, we've addressed this, I think, in another podcast. Is it right for a pastor to be materially compensated for spiritual efforts and spiritual labors? And 1 Corinthians 9 deals with that fairly fully. I won't take the time uh, to read all of it. But he does say, and in, in this is the passage that talks about not muzzling the ox while it treads the right, grain, and right. saying, "Is that, you know, that's that's for us." He says, "You know, what what person goes to war at his own expense? Who plants a vineyard and does not eat of its fruit, or tends a flock, and does not drink of the milk of the flock?" Like get into lactose intolerance, but I won't. Probably get uh, idea. If, if at we this have point. sown spiritual things for you. Is it a great thing if we reap your material things? Hmm. Now, but we well, we I hear that, and I think prosperity teachers and preachers. Right, I think of right. the yuckiness of a Kenneth Copeland or these people, and think, boy, last thing in the world. I mean, because these are texts that can obviously be grossly abused. Certainly, yeah. Uh, and and we don't want to do that. And so I think we need to to recognize or so what's the level of the gift. I mean, if a millionaire said, I mean, the only way I can possibly, you know, Jim is, you know, I, I've got $50 million. I want to give you a million dollars of it. Mm-hmm. I think that's excessive, obviously. But uh, I, I, th- I think there are things that you look at and say, all right, but where do you then draw? Well, what about $100,000? Yeah. What about $50,000? What about 10000 What about five? What about four? What about 20? Where's, you know, li- where's the limit? Yeah. Where's the limit? Where do you draw that? I think in your own heart and in your own mind where you begin to realize this is dangerous for me or yeah. I'm beginning to look at the sheep in terms of what they can give back to me rather than a love that serves selflessly, whether it's ever compensated or not. Yeah. I think we we need to just acknowledge at this point, if you're listening to this and you own five cars and own three houses, that you're probably not going to be very interested in this conversation. Probably need to have a different conversation with you, but if you're a pastor and, but we're, most of the guys listening to this are, most people I know, most pastors are struggling. They're, they're living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Uh, churches are, most churches are not able to support us the way that, that we would like to be able to be supported. We would, we would desire as part of the sacrifice of ministry. So I think in many ways, God blesses pastors and the work they're doing through some of those gifts that we're talking about that somebody, and it's out of the fruit of the ministry right. that we're having. So uh, let's just put it on the table. You and I would just say, let's, we would agree that as a general rule, uh, and it's about conscience ultimately, but it, as a general rule, that pastors should receive gifts from people 
as a gift from God, as a blessing and a and a an encouragement of spiritual fruit that's come out of out of your ministry. I would say that, Jim. Is that something you would say as well? I agree. And I think these passages demonstrate. Okay. Demonstrate that to so, to a degree. So that's what we're working from for the rest of this time. Okay. So now let, let's talk about um, what are you know what are some of the things what are some of the questions that we as pastors then should be asking ourselves. So somebody comes to us and says, "Hey, you know, I I just I want to I want to give you this. I have a, a condo." Uh, and I have an extra week at a condo that I'd love mm-hmm. to just give you and your family to take yeah. to go. And um, should should we take that? I have s- somebody who comes and says, you know, I, I heard you, you know, I know you've got kids going to college and things. And I actually, I just have a gift I'd like to to give you. And they, they hand you a check for, for $500 or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, so we're not talking, you know, like you were talking about, we're not talking thousands and thousands of dollars, but, yeah. but little things like n- nice things. I... Through the years, I have been given so many random gifts. None of them yeah. have been extraordinary, right. but it's just they've been really random. And in many cases, they were they were gifts from God. I had somebody give me an old beater car, yeah, because they were getting another one. But but my my car had had died. So right. you know, there's provision God brings through these gifts. So I, I just want to stress: there's a balance here. Do, do not be do not go to one extreme or, or or the other is is part of this. But Jim, what are some of the questions as people then? bring us things, to give us things. What are some of the questions we want to ask ourselves? Yeah, I, I think, again, the two things you really need to ask yourself is what is their motivation in giving? And then what is my heart in receiving it? Yeah. And so what is their motivation in giving? The fact that the warnings in Scripture are given about partiality and bribes show that there are some people who give with ulterior motives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had a situation years ago where someone in the church who was extremely generous, extremely generous, but there came a situation in their life that we believed we needed to address publicly, and he said to one of the church officers, he made the comment, they know what I give, they're not going to touch me. Mm-hmm. And he thought he was safe because of what he gave, yeah. and, and that was not the case. And, and again, you need to guard your own heart because you say to yourself, well, you know what, that could be, a, in this case, a $30,000 hit to your budget. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, are you going to deal faithfully with the guy or not? Yeah. And so sometimes it's not your own gifts, but it's like, all right, am I going to deal faith if if this is what it costs you, mm-hmm. or whatever it was? I don't know that, but it's, it would probably somewhere around there, if not even more than that. And, and so you say to yourself, well, you know what, uh, you got to be faithful, and if you lose them, you lose them. Or and somebody cannot use that gift of, of saying, I mean, you know, it, as ridiculous as it might sound, you know, you confront them. I got you that Cracker Barrel gift card, you know. Uh, well, that doesn't mean you're off limits to to my coming and yeah. and giving a reproof or rebuke to you. Yeah. Uh, I need to address your heart. And so they may have given it with the thought that this gives me a get out of rebuke free card. I'm discipline free. Mm-hmm. Or, or somebody will say, you know, preacher, you keep preaching what I want you to preach, and there's going to be more of this. Yeah. Well, again, particularly a guy who doesn't have a whole lot, and he's not getting much, and yeah, he wants to be able to get his wife something nice. Christmas is coming up. We'd like to be able to get the kids something. Yeah. It, it, yeah, we're susceptible. So I think you need to be aware of your own heart, and you need to be aware of the motivation of others. And then I think you need to evaluate the kind of gift that it is yeah. and ask yourself, is this too much? Is this too much? Yeah. You know, so what have you, you know, you mentioned a couple of things you've received. I, yeah. I, I would say, you know, from the church, probably the most 
elaborate thing that was given to me uh, that I remember, and it was just, it was terrific, was uh, 20, uh, after 25 years here, they gave us a, some, they gave us some gifts. Some of them were just the sweetest things, like there were some uh, scrapbooks in which people wrote letters and, and uh, cards. Yeah. beautiful, yeah. really, really wonderful. Uh, they knew my wife liked the sound of music, so they got us tickets for the Broadway through America. When yeah, so when they when the sound of music came through Louisville, Broadway's you know a level talent. We had tickets uh, for that. They gave us, and then they gave to me and to my wife uh, a week away. And so we went out west, and we stayed at the several nights at the Grand Teton National Park, and then went over to Yellowstone mm. uh, for uh, a week or so, not a week, but for several days. And uh, we stayed at one of these places, a place everybody wants to Google it, Jenny Lake Lodge at the Grand Teton. And it had a beautiful restaurant. I saw your pictures. Meals, your meals did, were yeah. covered in there. So, I mean, you know, we were eating. We ate well. Stayed in a nice lodge. Beautiful you know, outdoor location. And that was, you know, 25 years of, of ministry. The early years were certainly lean and included, including years of, uh, not years, but but times of bivocational ministry. Yeah, and right. time when the church didn't have much. And, um, you know, our, our church believe that would be a good gift and and folks were on board with that and but but that was and that was a that big gift though that was a gift from the church the yeah that was church from the knew gift, that right. that was right so yeah but you're right there, these there's even in that moment you had other little gifts that people gave you and yeah things, so. i mean one time i actually had two men in the church that were uh flight instructors and they knew i had an interest in flying and so they taught me how to fly an airplane Oh, that's neat. Uh, yeah, so that was really cool. So I want to uh, highlight here too that that on the other side of this, though, because we're we're think worried about the people bribing us or in, trying to influence decisions and those kind of things. There is another side to this. Your pastor listening to this, I, I want you to hear this. That I've met a lot of pastors who do not know how to receive from people, right? And if that's you, which actually is most pastors I know, yeah. are terrible about receiving something without feeling like they earned it in right. some way. And so I want to I want to encourage you to to know this is a good thing just self-awareness to know whether you're bad at receiving something from somebody else because you could be here listening to this and you go, you know, I just reject all gifts because I'm worried that's going to skew my judgment and and what I'm going to think of people mm-hmm. and all this. I know guys that'll say that, and when I dig in, they actually don't know they don't know how to receive something from somebody else. Yeah, and they may not really understand and appreciate what their ministry means to people. I think you know we we can have a low view of what we do and receiving that. And it, 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 there's there's this piece to a lot of pastors are discouraged because they pour out and they pour out and they pour out, and they don't know how to receive the encouragement that right. people will give yeah. them. So so be aware of that if you're listening to this part of this issue is whether or not you actually have a posture where you can. You can humbly receive a gift from somebody, a well-meaning, like a, a, a pure motive from somebody, but you just you just don't know how to receive that. So, I, I, one ways to one way to test that is when someone comes to you and tries to say an encouraging word to you, do you deflect it? Do you make or do you just receive that word? Because whether you can receive that word or not also probably means whether you can receive a a kind gift, a gift card that somebody gives you so you can take your wife out to dinner or something right. like that. So uh, I will. one other thing I want to throw out there is that those of you who are working in churches with a lot of staff, a bigger church, and you're not the senior pastor, you're the associate pastor. I found myself in a situation 
where the senior pastor of this big church I was I was serving in really liked a lot of what I was doing. And he showered me with some gifts that he didn't shower the rest of the staff with. And I remember being conflicted in the midst of that. Yeah, it wasn't that... anything, it wasn't anything, you know, huge, but like he he gave he gave us an a, a week of vacation at a at a condo that that they had that every other staff person didn't get that. And so and and it was out of him. It was you could tell he did these things out of the staff members that he s- seemed to like more and was more pleased with the work they were doing. And so, I, I just I just want to put that. That's an example of kind of a middle ground that's kind of hard to work through. Rejecting the gift maybe you know wasn't going to make wasn't going to accomplish much either. I don't know, but I have to say I those are some gifts I received. I took them. But I, I reflected on wondering: Is this going to come back to bite me later? Right. As, is 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 he is he kind of warming me up to something? Right. That, that down there, I just didn't know because right, this also yep, really this was hard. also somebody who kind of rolled that way, and so uh, it didn't turn out that that was the case. But again, I, I'm, I was conflicted in that. So, Jim, a couple of practical helps as we wrap this up about so pastors listening to this, he's either realizing that. He's conflicted because he doesn't want to be. Uh, he doesn't want to show favoritism. He knows his own heart. Uh, mm. Doesn't want to show favoritism. So he, he wants to be able to receive these gifts, but he's tempted to reject them because he just doesn't want to put himself in that position. A- any wise word for him on that? Wow. Well, you, you made it tough, Brian. Because on the one hand, you, you don't want to say that there are some gifts you shouldn't receive, and so do you have a policy that's going to allow you to be able to? Uh, you know, think through those things, almost a, a limit of what you think is really kind of extravagant and, and even in regard to, you know, to what you do. You're not a, we're not movie stars. We're not baseball players, you know, who if, if we drive, we drive around in a Ferrari, it's looked at in a different way uh, <laughs> than, you know, our, our kid signs a contract with the with the reds or something, you know, that's a different, right. that, that, you know, the one kid's expected preacher does it and, and because we recognize that's unseemly, uh, in regard to what we do. And so I think we have to try to look at folks, you know, so realistically sober mindedness is, so you're thinking biblically, oh, this is, this is, if this is a child of God. They got a good heart in what they're doing. I don't expect anything from it. I think received the gift in the, in the way that it was intended. I think that's generally what ought to be our disposition. We may be in a situation where we have to think to ourselves, you know what, this is, it's either too close, it's too intimate, mm-hmm. it's, uh, I don't feel right about receiving this. And again, hopefully you have the relational collateral that you can sit down and have that discussion with that person or perhaps with a third party coming in and helping to, to mediate that, maybe what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would add too. If you have fellow pastors or leaders that you trust, you know, I mean, they know your church context. They know the people who are wanting to give maybe a gift to you. Like, throw it off of them. And I think if you have godly people around you that uh, that are wise and discerning, that they can help you. Even just go to them and say, "Look, this person gave me the gift. I received it, but do you all have concerns that I took this gift." Right. And and. Hopefully they can just affirm to you, you know what? No, but thanks for letting us know because in six months, if that's the person that's come to try to manipulate a decision in, in the church, those other, especially if there are other pastor elders that you're bringing in on that, they can remember that and, and be aware of that and almost protect you. Uh, but I, I would, my last word would be that if you're tempted to not receive a gift 
because you're afraid of what it might do to you. I just want to challenge you that that's about you and don't miss the fact that if you don't receive a a gift that's a well-meaning gift with pure motives because somebody wants to thank you for your ministry, you're you're taking a blessing away from them to bless you. So uh, if you're tempted to react that way to play it safe, don't miss that you're you're taking that that oper- that moment away from that person who mm-hmm. wants to bless you. So, uh, Jim, lot to discern here. Will you pray for the pastors listening to this that they'll have discernment as they walk? Yeah. These are such case by case and specific situations. Pray God just gives us wisdom sure. as we walk through it. Our Father in heaven, we're amazed in a sense to think that somebody might so appreciate what we do that they would consider giving things to us we father pray that we would ever and always have the heart of the apostle paul to preach the gospel without charge and not to seek as he said uh not to seek yours but you that we're not seeking what they have but who they are and father we pray that we would be given wisdom and discernment not to uh have our hearts turned aside in ways they they ought not not to have our our hearts uh, greedy, uh, but Father, rather grateful. We we do pray for that help and wisdom and discernment to be sober-minded in these and all things. We ask in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen.